All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Better late than never. Welcome. It's crazy. Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the back milk. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Bag milk. Yeah, huh? This is Ceases. 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 Hi, Lady Ramchuk. This is so fucking sexy. Jesus. Fucking Anton Lander. Fucking yeah, Anton Lander. Let's play. get down to business. Let's turn the fader down on the roadcaster. Let's get to it. This is so fucking Somebody recommended that I do an entire episode with the Satan voice filter on. I think that's a bad idea. I'll do it if you want. I'll do it. Don't make me do it. Don't tempt me with a good time. You know you fucking want to do it. You know Satan deserves a piece of the action. You know this podcast would be a thousand times better if I was just allowed to do my thing for 60 minutes. Think about it, homeboy. Think about it. Maybe next time, Satan. But first, I got to talk about the audio department. Of course, they are a recording studio right here in the city. The audio department is at theaudiodepartment.ca. You can book some studio time, record a podcast like this one, record some spoken word poetry. You know you've always wanted to do it because they work to create a safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their share their message through sound and story. Theaudiodepartment.ca is where you need to go to get them details. I promise you, you should go there. Of course you should. Of course you should. Of course you should. Let's get started. A couple things that I want to get off this week, or start off with this week, getting off. It's been a long day, people. You know what? I'm going to start off with this. Like, I know SYC Brewing is the sponsor of the news, but I'm cracking this. It's been a long day today. Working on a bunch of logistics things behind the nation. I got some feedback that you guys like when I talk about some behind the nation stuff that we're working on. So right now, I'm working on a bunch of draft stuff. Not the content that you'll read at OethersNation.com or the podcast, but just kind of the back end stuff. Like We've got a big crew going to Nashville this year from Oilers Nation. Jay's going to be there. Uh, Tyler's going to be there from Canucks Army. Chris Faber's going to be there from Flames Nation. Ryan Pike, the Barn Burner Boys are going to be there from the Leafs Nation. Nick Alberga is going to be there. Uh, who else is going? Oh, from Daily Face Off. Frank will be there. Matt Larkin, Stephen Ellis. Big crew this year from the Nation Network. We're going to be well represented. So what does that mean behind the scenes? A lot of work. A lot of work. Getting that many people to Nashville is one thing. But getting all the equipment we need down there, upgrading some of the equipment that we currently have to do a better job and just produce a better product for all of you. It's been an interesting week. Long day. Long day. So excuse me while I pull on, take a little sippy sippy of this salute. Tropical Wheat Ale by SYC Brewing. I'll get to them in the news, but here's just a little sippy sippy. Ah, delightful. Yeah, so behind the scenes, a lot of logistics stuff. Ordering banners. Do we need new microphones? Do we need new cameras? Do we have enough lights? 
Do we need more lights? Should we just ship them to Nashville? Should we stick them in Tyler's prison purse? There's a lot to think about when it comes to putting on a production like this and having that many people go and represent the Nation Network in Nashville. <clears throat> I'm bummed, if, admittedly, that I'm not going. It's not that I wasn't invited to go. I very well could have gone. But if you look at the dates of the draft, which are June 28th and 29th, you're like, well, bag milk, what's the problem? The others have been long out of it. That's nearly a month away. I'll tell you. Blink-182 is in Edmonton on... Oh, actually, you know what? Blink-182 is in Edmonton, so I might as well play some budget Mark Hoppus. <laughs> They're in Edmonton that weekend, and I spent a bunch of money on tickets. I took her home. <laughs> so I can't get rid of them the way I thought I was going to be able to, so I'm not going to Nashville, and everything's already sold out already, and our our squad is set. So no Nashville for me. I'm going to have to wait for a nation vacation, but I thought it would have been fun drafting from the blog, or uh, blogging from the draft floor, not drafting from the blog floor. Come on. Again, I told you, I'm not running on all cylinders today. But my blink tickets take priority. <laughs> uh, again, shout out to Budget Mark Hoppus for that rendition. Um, <clears throat> so that's why I'm having a beer on the podcast. I don't normally do that. I haven't done it in a long time, but I'm doing it today. Second thing that I want to talk about is fucking time flies, you know? It's one of those things where you just, you wake up every day, you go to work, you go to school, whatever it is that you've got going on in your life. And the next thing you know, you you wake up a hundred years in the future, it seems like. Why do I say that? It's because this Saturday, this Saturday um, is my 20-year high school reunion. My 20-year high school reunion. It's crazy. It is super crazy. I was just thinking about how nuts it is that time flies and that just... I'm going to see people that I probably haven't seen in 20 years on Saturday. What are you going to look like? Who's married who? How many divorces are on your file? How many kids you got? What do you do now? Did you move away? You still in the small town we grew up in? I've got questions. I've got questions. And I imagine there's going to be people that have questions for me, probably because my horrible Oilers takes. I see some of you following along with Oilers Nation. <laughs> that I grew up with. Maybe you're even listening to this. Am I going to see you on Saturday? Maybe. It's just one of those things where 20 years already? Fucking hell. And if you saw me in person, if you know who I am and we ever met, you probably be like, 20 years, hey? Damn, you're aging like uh, titanium. And I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's just weird. The other thing I want to get to before we get into the news is it's very funny to me. So it's the off season now, so it's time to kick off the questions of the week and make sure that I've actually got them looping in on a weekly basis. Or, of course, my boy Ben congratulated me for coming up with the question of the week last week. This week, though, <laughs> fuck, man. This one was funny. This one was really funny to me, and I loved it more than, more than most of these, I'd say, because some of you are absolute animals. The question of the week this week was, what is your most unpopular food opinion? We've all seen these come in on Twitter. We've all seen these circle around. We've all seen people answer, ask this question before. So it's not like this is anything new. But I think that what's fun for me is there's a lot of people in the Oilers Nation orbit or in the Better Late Than Never orbit that answered the question that now I've got a little taste of what you folks are thinking about. Now I've got a little taste of what's going on in your mind. And the reason I think it was is because my unpopular food opinion is for some people, is so bad, even though I think I'm correct. Now, what is my answer? I think pancakes are gross. I think they're dry. I think they're generally unedible. And I don't understand why people love them all the time. If I see a commercial like for Denny's or some shit with a big pile of flapjacks, and I, I just, all I can think about is never having moisture in my mouth again. And you could probably say, but bag milk. My grandma made the best blueberry pancakes you've ever had. No, they, no, she didn't. I'm not questioning your grandmama's ability to cook. I am questioning your judgment. Pancakes are garbage food. Now, when I said that pancakes are terrible, the first thing that came in was from Robin Brownlee. He just says, get help. But then I also got some supporters. Jamie, my boy from South Island Pies, he says, I'm with you. I don't like muffins and donuts. I, I thought that was nuts. The Juice, Conair Nick Cagevid. 
I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. You're just mistaken. And he sent me a picture of some pancakes with bacon in them. The bacon intrigues me a little bit, I suppose. Maybe. Um, M. Diaku says, yes, I don't do cake. Oh, by the way, I don't generally eat cake either. I don't have a qualm with cake. I don't have beef with cake. But if it's my birthday and you buy me a cake, I probably won't have a slice. Ice cream cake? Fuck yeah, I'll fuck with ice cream cake all day. But if you buy just like a normal cake, I'm probably not going to eat any. It's not just because, it's not because I just don't like cake. It's not my thing. It's not my jam. She says, I don't do cake, cupcakes, muffins, any cake like bread or loaf, all terrible. Uh, also, the icing on cinnamon buns is a no-go. So <laughs> we, this, is where, this is where we're starting off. This is where we're starting off. So kicked a hornet's nest a little bit the other day on Twitter. Not in a bad way, in a fun way. So I'm looking forward to getting some of those answers a little bit later, including some from some nation staff that popped up that I just, I couldn't believe it. Some of the people I work with on a daily basis that are just out of their fucking minds. But we're going to get to that a little bit later in the voicemail. I'll check in probably throughout the podcast because there's so many of these that came in this week that I don't know where to start them and where to end them off, you know? I just don't know. There's a lot of food takes this week. A lot of really, really good ones too. So I want to make sure to get to as many of those as possible and just have some fun. It's in the off season. There's nothing else going on. So this is what we're talking about. This is what this podcast has turned into. It's shenanigans. It is shenanigans. But now let's do a little business. Let's get to the news. The news. This is brought to you by SYC Brewing. As I mentioned off the jump, I've got a Salud Tropical Wheat Ale beside me right now. It's delicious. I'm going to do another little sippy sippy. Mmm. Lovely. SYCbrewing.com is where you need to be. Check out the beers. Check out the cider. Check out the merch. Got a lot going on. Tyler and I are actually going to be going to the SYC Brewery. Thought it would be. Brewery. Very, very soon. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to take some pictures. I'm going to sample things. I'm just, you know what? I'm going to go up to the brewmaster. I'm going to go, hey, man, I've never done this a day in my life, but I got some ideas for you. And I'm sure he's going to take them. I'm sure he'll look at me and go, bag milk, you're right. You are absolutely right. To kick off the news, a little bit of uh, actual Oilers movement today. Not a big trade by any means, but the Oilers did trade a fifth round pick in 2023 to the New York Rangers for Jaden Groovy. He's a former 65th overall pick in, uh, was it 2017 or 2019? I'm going to, I should have put that fucking, what are you doing here? Bag milk. What are you doing here? And I almost said my real name there. Uh, he was a third round pick in 2021. I want to say 2017, but that's just not correct. That's Phil Kemp who signed a contract extension this past week, but Jane Gruby, if he didn't sign a ELC with the Rangers by tomorrow, he would have been reinserted into the draft for a second tour of duty. The Oilers snapped him up for a fifth round pick in 2023, promptly signed him to a three-year entry-level contract with a NHL (coughs) average annual value of $925,000. There is some games played bonuses in there there's all kinds of shit he's going to make 80 grand down in bakersfield he would make eight hundred thousand dollars up in the nhl we will see how things go with him however i think this is going to be an interesting move bruce curlock our prospect expert at oilersnation.com is going to have a breakdown of Jaden gruby's game tomorrow on oilersnation.com tomorrow will be wet thursday of course June 1st, we'll find out what Bruce thinks about it. It's interesting because Bruce actually said the Oilers should go fishing for him about a week ago. In early April, Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff reported that the Rangers had alerted all teams that they were not going to be signing Gruby ahead of the June 1st deadline, opened him up for a trade. Today, the Oilers were the ones that pulled the trigger on said trade. Now, I didn't know anything about this guy. I'm not going to pretend that I did. So I went over to Elite Prospects and I said, what's going on with Jaden Gruby? And they said, according to the draft guide from 2021, if there's a defining skill here, it's Gruby's defense. He's less aggressive and more quietly intelligent, eliminating off-puck threats, reading switch-offs, and constantly scanning and adjusting. In transition, he builds speed under the puck, pushes plays to the middle, and finishes his route or finishes his off 
puck routes to create space behind him. <clears throat> In 64 games played with the Red Deer Rebels this past season, he registered 18 goals, 49 assists for 67 points. Point per game player, essentially, in his draft plus two. I, you know, it depends what you think about it, really. I think this is an interesting add to the Oilers' depth down the middle. I saw some people getting annoyed about this trade today, and I didn't really understand why. I mean, I made a joke about a huge trade happening. Um, It was a joke. Some people took it seriously. It was like, oh, you're going to get mad about trading a fifth-round pick, man? Like, no, dude. No, no. No, I'm not. In fact, I think trading a fifth round pick for a thir- former third round pick, third round or second round, third round pick that the New York Rangers had spent time developing, I actually think that's a decent route. I don't mind it at all. Frankly, the guy you draft with a fifth round pick is probably going to be a magic bean at best. You know, there's some Madve Petrovs like out there that fall in the later rounds. There's no doubt about it. But generally speaking, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, so that was interesting. I thought no days off for Ken Holland today. That's what I like. That is what I like. Uh, the other thing that the Oilers got done this past week, as I mentioned, they signed Phil Kemp to a two year contract extension. Phil Kemp's an interesting prospect. There's a lot of the guys that dig into the Bakersfield Condors that are actually pretty high on him. I have no idea. I wish I could give you a better, um, a better indication of what this player is. I have no idea. I'm not going to do that. Some good thing. Well, it goes, well, you always got Phil camp on the right side. Do you just go do the thing? Blah, blah, blah. And you know what? We're going to be fine. But I just, I, I don't know. I don't know that that's true. I'm just telling you what happened. Okay. Okay. All right. Milk, you should really learn more about the Oilers depth chart. Quite frankly, if you're going to host a podcast about the Oilers and talk about the prospects that get signed, you should know what the fuck you're talking about. Right now, you don't know jack shit. In fact, I'd say that Bag Milk is one of the worst prospect writers on the internet. He doesn't know anything. It's almost like when the Oilers are out of the playoffs, he just stopped watching them all together. Getting picked on. Getting picked on in the early part of the podcast. Um... The other Oilers thing that I want to talk about, a couple more things that I want to talk about. There are some rumors about Ryan Nugent Hopkins flying around on the internet right now, and they're weird to me. I get it. Listen, none of us are happy about the way his playoffs went. None of us. I don't think that that's unfair to say. For a guy who scored 104 points during the regular season, by far a career year in every metric for Nuge, the way he wrapped up his year was disappointing. I get that. But the way some people are so quick to want to flip him based on this rumor that came out of a blog in Boston, essentially the blog in Boston said, well, uh, if Patrice Bergeron's going to be gone, well, we should go find another center. How about Ryan Nugent Hopkins? 104 points. They also said that they should try and trade for Ryan McLeod. That same blog has talked about trying to trade for Leon Dreisaitl. So essentially what they're doing is they're trolling for clicks. And hey, I get it, man. It's the off season. You got to get some traffic coming in for that sweet, sweet ad revenue. I understand that. But the thing that I don't understand is how many of us just bought it. Hook, line, and sinker here at Edmonton. Huh. Trade Nuge, you can't trade Nuge. Ha! Huh, they should trade Nuge. Fucking Boston. You could get, you know, Grizzlick or some garbage like that. It's not happening. And here's why. You trade Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you create a Ryan Nugent Hopkins size hole. That gives you 5.125, I believe that's right, a million dollars to play with. Are you going to use that 5 million bucks to get a player that is equal or better to Ryan Nugent Hopkins with all the versatility that he has? No, you're not. You're just not going to. Yes, president and CEO of the Ryan Nugent Hopkins fan club, I understand that I'm biased on this, but I also have been an Oilers fan my entire life. And I know what happens when you create a hole in one area. You can't steal from Peter to pay Paul is what I'm saying. And a trade for Ryan Nugent Hopkins, that's just what it feels like. Even though I have no expectations of him um, getting to 100 points next year, I really don't. What I do expect him to be is a reliable player that the Oilers use in all situations that can chip in with some secondary offense. That's what he's going to be. And at 5 million bucks, just shade over to 5 million bucks? Come on. That's good value for a guy who can slide up and down any position in your top six, top nine, if you really want to. As for McLeod, get the fuck out of here. Some of these rumors, they're just so funny to me because you can just throw shit on the wall. If you pick your market properly, 
A Canadian market is easy to get some attention from. If you pick a Canadian market and you'll be like, I want player X, blah, blah, blah. You'll get a reaction. And that's what happened in this Ryan Nugent Hopkins situation. Let me put it this way. We're keeping Nuge forever. I started the hashtag. The Oilers punctuated it with a eight-year extension. He's not going anywhere, okay? Let's just get that out of the way. Let's get that out of the way. The other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Cody, Cece, and Kyler Yamamoto. Are they going to be here next year? couple things. Frank Saravalli appeared on Tyler Show, Oilers Nation, every day this past week and kind of wondered. He was just thinking out loud. He wasn't reporting. That's very important here, people. Some of you take the things that I say on this podcast and you run with it as if it's gospel. That's not what I'm saying. Frank was opining. He was speculating. He was thinking out loud. And he goes, hey, the Oilers want to get a realistic, a real upgrade in their top or in their top four on defense. A guy like Damon Severson is the, is the name that Frank mentioned. How do you do it? You got no cap space. Well, you got to clear some. Cody Cece, Kyler Yamamoto, two guys that could potentially be on the way out as a result of the need of cap space. You also have to extend Evan Bouchard. We still have no idea what dad's contract is going to look like. That could be literally anything. I'm nervous about it. I think it's going to be an interesting summer. However, to follow up on Kyler Yamamoto, today at dailyfaceoff.com, Frank wrote a buyout candidate article, and number one on that list was Kyler Yamamoto. Oh, No more dead money money on the books, please. Push the wrong button. (laughs) Yes, because he is a younger guy, you only have to pay one-third the buyout penalty in terms of dollars, but that's still 500-ish grand on the books for the next couple years, give give or take, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. No more dead cap space. That's what I'm saying. No more buyouts. I just, in Frank's article, and what he does is... Frank doesn't write something unless he knows something. And what he said is Kyler Yamamoto may require a sweetener to move that contract without retaining or taking something back. Why couldn't they do what they did with Yesa Puliarvi? If that's the idea, you trade Kyler Yamamoto for a prospect that you may or may not sign. What's the fucking kid's name that they traded Jesse for? I have no idea. No idea. Not a clue. He might not even be a real person for all I know. You know, could be anybody. <clears throat> changing gears uh the leafs announced today brad Treliving is the new leafs general manager replacing kyle dubas after he was let go last week brad Treliving, if you don't know who that is number one his dad jim Treliving, is the guy who started boston pizza so bandera pizza bread for everybody in toronto number two he was just the general manager of the calgary flams you know the team that just fizzled out spectacular after trading their best player to the florida panthers for two guys who just completely shat all over themselves Is that unfair? A little harsh? Maybe. Could be. I'll accept that as being a little bit harsh, but that's the same guy that Toronto is putting their trust in. So, pressure's on you, Brad, for living. Interesting, though, about the NHL, isn't it? How the same, like, 10 guys. Last week, they were talking about Peter Shirelli as a potential guy interviewing in Toronto for that job, and all I can think about is, is there only, like, 35 guys that can do this job? I mean, how badly do you need a general manager where you're looking at the fucking pool of people that you could have come in for an interview and Pistol Pete's up there on the list and you go, you know what? I'm going to bring that shithead in after what he did to the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> I wrote an article last week, five reasons why the Toronto Maple Leafs should hire Peach Rally, and I stand by it. I stand by it. Though they did hire Brad Treliving, and I'm just interested to see what Milan Lucci signs in Toronto for. They need lit, uh, leadership and they need grit. And Milan needs a new place to play. So I'm feeling pretty good about Milan Lucic going to the Leafs. I don't actually think he's going to the Leafs. Anyway, interesting situation out there in Toronto. Good luck, Brad. You couldn't get it done in Calgary, but I'm sure Toronto will be easier. Uh, last thing I want to look at in the news, of course, on Saturday, the Stanley Cup Finals kickoff between the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. I could not care about a Stanley Cup Finals less than I do with this one. I could be, this is the least interesting matchup they ever could have given us. And I know that that's, you know, not the case for some people. Like we had this in the mailbag on Monday at Oilers Nation and and Gregor, his answer was, listen, I don't care who's in the finals. I'm going to watch it anyway, just because I love hockey. I love watching hockey too. But for me, it's been a long season put in a lot of work over the course of the regular season, partied real hard in the playoffs, body took a punishment, and I'm tired. So you know what I want? I want to do 
less than anything, watch some other fucking fan base, specifically the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good time after beating us and kicking us out of the postseason. I don't want any part of that. Not one part of it. So I know what's going on. As an example, I know the Panthers are playing the Golden Knights. I know the Dallas Stars completely shat themselves in game six with a 6 nothing shutout by Vegas. I know this stuff. I know what's going on. I just don't want to watch it. I just don't want to watch it. So I guess that's another question for you if you're listening to this right now. Do you care who wins this? Because I don't care who wins this, but it has to be the Panthers, right? <laughs> it has to be the Panthers. Maybe I do care. Maybe I am cheering for the Panthers. Maybe I'm a Panthers guy right now. Go Panthers! A couple of reasons why. First, fuck Vegas forever. They were essentially born on third base, so eat a pack of dicks. Secondly, the Matthew Kachuk story from Calgary. I was just shitting on Calgary two seconds ago. That might be fun. They could watch their former friend go and lift the Stanley Cup in his first season away. Might be fun. I don't know. That's how we're wrapping up the news for SYC Bruin. Brought to you by this delicious beer I'm drinking. SYC Brewed. Go check them out. SYCBrewed.com. Go check them out. Nation, worst host, your Ram Chuck. I know his meal choices are utter junk. Who the hell fries veggies drunk? Say it ain't so. Tyler won't go. He's celebrating. Cinco de Mayo. Say it ain't so. Oilers will go to the cup final and carry it home. Na 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 yeah, there you go. Budget Mark Hop is checking in for the second time this podcast. That means it's time for the Rages Act meeting. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. The Rages Act meeting is brought to you by Trilogy Oil Field Rentals. Of course, Trilogy is an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oil field disciplines specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units, Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. What kind of tools do you want? What kind of tools do they have? Let me tell you. <gasps> Rental tools, fishing tools, coil tools, drilling tools, completion tools, every kind of tool for every kind of job. That's Trilogy Oil Field Rentals. Go check them out at TrilogyRentals.ca. What's annoying me this week, you might ask? I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything. This morning, Wednesday, May 31st, I woke up in a great mood, sun shining, you know? Took my little dude for a walk. We cruised, smelled some flowers. He did anyway. It was nice. I was just enjoying my day. And then what happened? Then what happened? To tickle the anger, anger bone that I'm dealing with all of a sudden, I went to the grocery store just to pick up a couple of items, nothing crazy, you know, your usuals, your milk, your cheese, your bread, that kind of thing. And then when I go out to the beautiful Alfa Romeo that I've got parked outside the Safeway, I'm walking towards it and there is a lady. I'm going to say, I don't know what kind of, know what age. I'm going to say maybe 50. I'm really bad at that game. Maybe 40. She could be 60. I have no idea. In that general range. And instead of walking her shopping cart to the receptacle where all of the shopping carts go, she just gives it a little push, like a little whoop in the general direction of the slot where the fucking carts go. What happens? You go, oh, bag milk. Surely that cart just slid right into position as she intended. No problem at all. Give me a second here. I'm going to cough and it's going to be annoying. So I'm going to mute this. There we go. What happened? Did it go right back into the receptacle as she was hoping? No. It hit a fucking Hyundai is what happened. She pushed the car. I'm walking by, by the way. This is a, I'm going to say two rows over. I'm walking parallel to her. She pushes. I look over. I see the car going, hits the Hyundai in the parking stall right next to the receptacle. What does she do? Nothing. Zero. She just leaves it there. Now, I'm not saying the shopping cart hit the Hyundai very hard. That's not what I'm saying. But it hit it. It just gave it a little 
on the bumper, and that's too much for me. That's fucking garbage. Don't be a lazy asshole and just push your cart out into the ether hoping that the universe is going to magically draw it to where it needs to be. Move your fucking ass and push it in there because if that was my car, if that was the Alfa Romeo Stelvio that I so very much love from Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, I would have lost my shit. I would have seen that happen. Be like, lady, what are you doing? What are you doing? Do we not have any form of parking lot etiquette? Do we not have any work ethic where you can push your fucking cart 20 feet, put it into the thing, and you don't have to hit someone's car? I'm not saying this happens all the time. I'm just saying that today. This happened today. And it was the least courteous thing I've ever seen. And the give a fucks on her after seeing the cart hit the Hyundai was even smaller. She didn't go get the car or cart. She didn't put it back in the thing. She just got in her car and fucking drove away. It's nonsense. And I think that is trash. That wasn't even my car. And here I am on a podcast hours later ranting about it because it's disrespectful. Doesn't matter whose car it is, what kind of car it is. It's just zero respect for other people. And for the righteous sack beating this week, we all need to be better. And you, lady, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, most popular podcast on the internet, or so I've been telling myself, you need to be better. You need to look in the mirror. You need to readjust your fucking priorities here because you have got ground level priorities. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. You're listening to Pesolaton. What you need to do is leave a nice little review, like, and subscribe. Next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For my friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly, let's talk a little betting, shall we? I mentioned the Stanley Cup playoffs before. I don't really particularly care all that much about how the Florida Panthers win the Stanley Cup finals, but I do want to bet on it, oddly. I'm looking at this and I see the Panthers as the dogs. There are underdogs at plus 110 from our friends at Betway to win the Stanley Cup, and I'm intrigued by that. They've been dogs in every single series this playoff run, and they've handled their business every single time, including sweeping the Carolina Hurricanes in the third round. Now, can they keep that momentum going against the Vegas Golden Knights? Well, at plus 110, I'll be betting on them to do it. I'm also going to throw a little sprinkle down on this series going over five and a half total games at plus 140. If you are a fan of betting and you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly, check out Betway. Check out their odds on the Stanley Cup playoffs. If you're wondering what Bag Milk's doing, that's what I'm doing. Just a little, little sprinkle today. Just a little sprinkle. You're listening to Better Late Than Never with Bagged Milk. I would suggest you like and subscribe right now. Otherwise, <clears throat> the puppy gets it. The voicemail is brought to you by Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. I was just talking about my beautiful Alfa Romeo Stelvio, and the car's a masterpiece. Every day I get to go in that car, I just feel good about it. I feel strong. I feel powerful. I feel sexy. Drive around, roof open, windows down, blasting tunes, looking at people and be like, yeah, I'm hot. I'm hot in this car. Shout out to Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. If you are looking for a luxury vehicle, I beg of you to consider Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Go do a test drive. Be like, Bag Milk sent me to drive a Stelvio. Can I drive one? And they'll be like, yep. Let's go for a cruise. And I promise you, your life is going to change. Now, the question of the week I had this week is, what is your worst food opinion? And there's plenty of them that I'm going to mix in to the voicemail. Some of these are going to be about the question of the week. Other things are going to be, they're gonna, some of them are going to be about other shit. I'm just going to mix these in. 
That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get through all of these. I'm going to have a laugh. I'm going to end off this podcast with the voicemail because it's always a good, good time. First message coming in from L-C-Y-E-G. Hey, Big Milk. It's L-C-Y-E-G. Um, so I got to be honest. I was too superstitious to send anything in to the voicemail during the playoffs because uh, if what if I did and then they lost and it's a whole like I'm silly and whatever about that. So anyways, here I am again. Um, the biggest thing that I've been doing since we gracefully fell from the sky and exited the playoffs is I've been walking my dog a lot hanging out with the kids a lot. Mm-hmm. So- of course, this was uh, last week's question of the week. What are you doing to kill time now that the others are out? L-C-Y-E-G. I respect, by the way, the... Uh, I'm not a superstitious person, but I, I know a lot of people that are in just... Even in the office at Nation HQ, people were in the same hoodies. They were wearing the same hats. They were wearing the same jerseys. Like Liam, my boy, he bought a brand new Devon Shore jersey. Loves Devon Shore. Only wore Pooley RV jerseys because he's just superstitious. So I get it. I respect it. Back to you, L-C-Y-E-C. Or you were L-C-Y-Y-C, but you moved. Now you're L-C-Y-E-G. They're all loving that. I'm gardening. Um, but like aside from all that, my routine is normal. It's just... I've had to restructure like all the podcasts I listen to. Mm-hmm. Podcasts are also like sad about Oilers things. <laughs> yes, they are. And I got so desperate the other day that I was listening to, uh, I think it was a better late than never from when you guys were in Vegas mm. and you were like so happy and you know, <laughs> Tyler's making jokes and you guys are laughing. And then you start talking about, I think it was game must've been game three. And I was just like, Oh man, this is about to suck. Yeah, it would have been game three. So that's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess at least it's sunny out. And thanks for still making the off-season content. Cheers, man. Can't stop, won't stop, never will stop, L-C-Y-E-G. I see another episode uh, voicemail coming up from you next, but let's go back to the question of the week. What are your worst or most unpopular food opinions. This one legitimately made me laugh out loud. From my boy Fat Dad. He says, quit talking about brisket. We get it. You made a brisket. Guess what I did? I made some delicious meat on a grill without waking up at 3 a.m., so shut up about the brisket. Now, my beloved Kennedy, she is our graphic designer and video editor at Oilers Nation. She had three unpopular food opinions. One, Mustard is the worst condiment. I personally love mustard. I know a lot of people hate it. So that one's fine. I get it. This one blew my mind. Number two, pasta is the last thing I would ever order on a menu. So Zach Lang, news director for the Nation Network, he replied to that tweet and said, not me, just finishing dinner at the old spaghetti factory. Kennedy replied, and this is where my mind got blown. I went there once and I ordered chicken tenders. What? What? We need to reevaluate who you're working with, I think. Not ordering pasta? Who's got a problem with pasta? Satan loves carbs. Satan loves cheese. Satan loves garlic bread. Satan will do anything for pasta. Next up, another coworker of mine, Zachary Lang. A couple of uh, unpopular food opinions that he's got coming in that I'll rip through. Hot dogs or sandwiches? I'd argue it's more of a taco. Uh, cereal is a soup. Agree with that. Lettuce and black olives belong in a donair. Mm, I'll buy the lettuce. I'm not a black. I love black olives, not in my donair. Pineapple belongs on pizza. Agreed. Wendy's JBC is the ultimate fast food item. It is solid. Beyond McDoubles, any double version of a fast food sandwich is inferior to its regular counterpart. I like that one too. Uh, Gina says, I like to put canned tuna in my craft dinner because I don't eat hot dogs. And dipping your fries in a Frosty at Wendy's is a must. Sour cream makes everything better. Kylie, our intern, says peanut butter is bad. This one blew my mind. There's a lot of you that don't like peanut butter. You're going to hear this is recurring as the voicemails go on. Number two, people who don't like sauce on things are weird. And breakfast food is elite. Anybody who argues that breakfast food is elite, you're just plain wrong. Who doesn't like sauce? Uh, wrapping up the nation employees here for now. My boy Waz says ketchup only belongs on burgers and hot dogs. What about fries, Waz? What about fries? If you add it to mac and cheese or eggs, I truly believe you're from a different dimension, which is interesting because Waz, we know you're from a different dimension. If you remember last summer, there was a lot of birds dying in Waz's neighborhood. Never quite got to the bottom of that, but one suspect remained through the whole thing. Back to the voicemail, LCYEG, checking in once more. Y-E-G again. 
one more thing. I know I said how excited I was to witness a playoffs in the city since I uh, made the unfortunate choice to live in Calgary mm-hmm. before this. Man, it did not disappoint. Even though we left earlier than we should have, I got to go to a few watch parties. I watched with my brother-in-law in his really cool setup that he has. Uh, that was game six in the LA series. And that was great. Um, my kids were wearing jerseys. I was wearing my jersey every game day. Mm-hmm. The school that I work at had all of these cool things going on every game days. Everyone was excited. I had the car flags. Like, it was great. It lived up to the hype. So I'm going to hang on to that, and I'm going to remember that for next year because next year's going to be even better. Let's go. I love that. I love that you got to experience a playoff run in the City of Champions. It's just not the same being somewhere else. It's just not the same. Edmonton is a great place when the Oilers are in the playoffs, and there is no doubt about that. Next voicemail coming in from Anonymous. Beg milk, I just had a fun idea. Please. I was thinking Mm -hmm. that what if the NHL, instead of expanding the amount of games, and this is in relation to the cap situation going on, because if some people don't know, um, the negotiations going on between the NHL and the NHLPA, the NHL wants to increase the amount of games that the players have to play. So long story short, if you've never heard this before, the NHL is talking about essentially extending the regular season from 82 games to 84 games, narrowing down the preseason, which I'm all for. The fucking preseason is however many games it is, that many games too long. Back to you, sir versus you know obviously giving them more money to spend across the league i was thinking what if you cut all of that in half and you have a a start of the season you have like a large break and then and you have the winter season so you have like a spring league that goes and plays the first half of the season you have like a mini tournament there fucking those people are like the first or into the playoffs or something. I don't know. Then you play the Winter League, and then you have another tournament, and they win the Stanley Cup, but the people from the Spring League automatically got in. So then you break up the amount of games so not everybody's fucking gassed by game 84, because I think that's an awful idea to add more games onto their plate, because sometimes the boys just look like shit because they look tired today. I mean, this idea is interesting. I could tell you put some thought in it. And to be honest, I zoned out. I'm not running on all cylinders today. I just, I think it'd be fun to have like a mid-season tournament of some kind. I'm thinking your idea through. There's just no way the NHL or the PA would go for it. We would have to, you know what we have to do to make this work? We need to start our own league. We need to like get half of the NHL players, kind of like a live golf golf situation. Oh, now we're talking. We've got the NHL live golf situation without, you know, you know. Yeah, you know, we've got our own side league where we're paying players tons of money to play less games. And you get a mid-season playoff tournament with the winner of that tournament automatically advancing, like you said. Now we're talking. This is going to be a adjacent league to the NHL, though. So we're going to have to collect some capital. All, I mean, I've got a beer working here. I've got 10 cents in this empty to go towards this new project. We're going to need you to start collecting your empties, too, sir. Maybe hit up your Facebook friends, stop sending them uh, Farmville requests and send them requests for money. Just an e-transfer request and go, hey man, give me some money. Me and Bag Milk, this random blogger I listen to his podcast, we're starting a new league. We are starting a new league. Back to your most unpopular food opinions. Carly says, I think we went a little too far with ranch. I don't know why I think that one's so funny. My boy Duke says a ketchup can fuck right off. And when it gets there, it can keep fucking off and then fuck off some more. No love for ketchup, eh? Tootsie Roll says Schweppes ginger ale is greater than Canada dry. That one doesn't bother me so much. Buffy says pizza is overrated. I could eat ahi carpaccio and sashimi every day. I mean, I do like carpaccio and sashimi, but like pizza is overrated? Hmm scott says salmon is one of the worst foods out there (laughs) ryan says ketchup is only for people who are single digit years old (laughs) i barbecued hot dogs uh two days ago do you i put ketchup in my hot dog you're fucking right i did 
You're fucking right, I did. Mike M says, Caesar salad is greater than Little Caesar's pizza, which is greater than Roman dictator Julius Caesar, which is greater than a Caesar cocktail. I do like Caesar salad, but I also love Caesar cocktails. Ali McGregor says, anything pumpkin spice is disgusting. Not everything in the fall needs to be pumpkin spiced. There are so many other fall flavors. Back to the voicemail. Anonymous number two, what say you? Jewish. <laughs> um, that came out badly. <laughs> uh, Donkey Volley checking in. Might as well go to the next voicemail, which is, again, anonymous. Good afternoon. Oh, the donkey after a sneeze there. Okay. Now the playoffs are done, um, and nobody's bothered about Vegas or fucking whoever, Bellens. Um, dirty little pleasures. Ooh. I've got a song for you. Please. Bagged milk. I'd love to hear it. Girls allowed. Oh. Mm. Doesn't really faze me how you spend your time. Uh, Nadine was in County Durham, England um, today. And I've come out of it without a tag on my foot. I've not been arrested. That's cool, <laughs> isn't it? Surely. <laughs> right. What's your dirty little pleasures? Let's have a go on. Because let's be honest, we've got fuck all else to talk about. Yes. <laughs> I got to get, I got to fucking, for next season, I got to get a live number set up. I need that fucking guy to call me in the middle of a podcast so I can just ask him random questions and he could just talk to me about stuff because <laughs> between him and Dukes and what's going on in the voicemail and just the general tomfoolery that we're getting in here now, I'm a big fan. Back to you and your unpopular food opinions. Mainlining the coffee says peanut butter and sliced cheese is delicious. Peanut butter and sliced cheese. I've got both those items. I'll try upstairs. By the way, if you're going to get cheese, it's got to be old cheese, right? Old cheese or strong, whatever the fuck. It's the best flavor. Anyway, Austin says mayo and sour cream by itself are both gross, but add some spices to it and make it ranch and it's amazing. McDavid is Markstrom's daddy, says Taco Tuesdays are the best when tacos are a dollar. I don't know. Is that an unpopular thing? But... Pablo says poutine is trash. Ooh, spicy. How is poutine trash? What is there to dislike about poutine? Fries, gravy, cheese? What the fuck? Bryce says, at least unpopular in my house, leftovers are best cold. Really? Like any leftovers? There's some things I'll absolutely subscribe to that. Absolutely subscribe to that. Pizza is one, of course. That's probably the most, you know. Cold pizza, I'll eat cold pizza all fucking day. Andolf says, I eat pancakes with butter, uh, peanut butter and syrup. Sometimes I add whipped cream if it's available. That's probably the only way I could choke those pieces of shit down. Nick, you can totally use hamburger in tuna helper or tuna helper in hamburger helper. Hang on, I gotta read that again. You can totally use hamburger in tuna helper or tuna in hamburger helper. Mainlander Tim says DQ ice cream cakes just aren't good. The middle layer is great, but alone can't overcome the sheer volume of disappointment the rest of the frozen lump is. The dark layers taste vaguely of chocolate and the white is just a flavorless cold punishment that you struggle through. (laughs) Koozie says Katie is better after it cools and then warmed up in the microwave. Back to the voicemail. Anonymous number four. What do you got to say? Good afternoon. Oh, the donkey. Ah, the donkey. Days in the old school. You're listening to Better Late Than Never with bagged milk. Yes. You're all very sexy Mm -hmm. as well. We knew it. (laughs) That was a cough. Didn't sneeze. Oh, disappointing. You're all very, very sexy. (laughs) I love him. I love you. Donkey Volley, we've never met officially, but you're my people. Back to your unpopular food opinions, Greg, with an absolute banger here. Peanut butter is inedible. It should be dog food. First of all, whoa. 
All pie, dessert-based, is superior to cake. I agree with that. Katie is better with water instead of milk. Also, branded Katie is trash by generic. That reminds me of, mm, I don't know that I agree with you on that one, but it does remind me of during the, the pandemic. You know the thing that happened. The thing that we we just kind of we just kind of moved on from the thing that we all stayed in our house and now we don't have to. But anyway, we were making like sourdough bread and learning new skills and being nice to each other, banging pots for our healthcare workers. And all of a sudden that kind of, that went away and now everybody's mad at each other. The point of what I was getting at there was I did a generic craft dinner taste test rankings in that period and for me the president's choice creamy deluxe or the deluxe cheddar or something like that it's some variation of that verbiage that was the all-time best no-name craft dinner i might redo that this summer and i might do it on this podcast what else are we going to do for the next four months? Uh, Greg continues, mustard is actually most heard in a bottle. Seafood should remain in the ocean. It is not for eating. Jerry says sloppy joes can be made with pulled pork. There's a joke in there somewhere, and I don't know it. Plum Bob Squarepants. This one, we talked about this on, I think it was Oilers Nation Radio. Kiwi with the skin on is the best way to eat a kiwi. I, I just, I've tried it. I've bit a kiwi like it was an apple. Anybody that does this is just, I can't subscribe to your living, man. I, I know the vitamins are in the skin. I've read it. I've read the, I've read it. I know it. I know what you're going to say when you reply to this. I can't subscribe to your lifestyle. Eating the kiwi with the skillet on? Come on, man. Mainlining the coffee agreed. Scott says, man, that's psycho. And Surveyor Brett also disagreed. I don't blame him. Uh, Smiley says, mayo on grilled cheese is good. Replacing the butter with uh, with mayo. I've heard that before. I've never tried it, but I've heard it. Koozie says, mushrooms, non-magical division, and olives are trash. Tyler says, melted peanut butter on popcorn is delicious. Really? Hmm. Hmm. I like both of those things. Generally, individually. Maybe together? Uh, Ari says, I've got a voicemail. I may have insulted the entire city. So we're going to get to that soon. I see Ari is actually up next in the voicemail. Dwayne Whitford, just to wrap this up. I have a couple. I like well done steak. Oh, sir, sir. Well done steak. Reminds me of my sister. She used to make steaks and it was like fucking leather. You'd be chewing there for like 13 minutes. And the only benefit of eating that steak was the fucking workout it gave your face, I suppose. Dwayne adds, seafood is for the birds and the birds only. Danger Suede says, the vast majority of people are really ignorant with food, food history, and ingredients, and that's fine, except when people confuse their opinions with fact, just like David Quadrelli last year, last week's Better Late Than Never guest. If you're listening to those right now and you've got an unpopular food opinion, just drop me a voicemail. I'll keep playing these all week, next week. Ari, I'm looking forward to this that you said insulted the entire city. Now, I've seen you got two here. Is this the one or is the next one the one? We'll see. Okay, so I saw your tweet mm-hmm. while I was doing my stuff for university. Here is my unpopular food opinion. Please. Donaires are overrated. I disagree, but how drunk am I when I'm saying this? Because if it's 2 a.m., which I generally eat a donair at around that time, I disagree. There is nothing better for me when I am hammered than donaires. Anyway, back to you, Ari. This is about you, not me. You know, I find that the meat in those things just isn't really good it's rubbery it's bland it's not well seasoned it's not well cooked <laughs> to begin with sometimes the lettuce they use just does not go well with the meat and it's not fresh i can tell what it's that's not that's a problem like if you go into a sketchy donor spot which i've done plenty of times by the way and your your lettuce is a little you know it's got that hint of brown in it <laughs> you just leave that lettuce off well pick it up myself actually you know what i'm hammered i'm just gonna eat it i'm gonna deal with it let my stomach sort it all out not fresh the sauce just makes the whole thing runny, and it doesn't really taste that good. Um, and the thing that they wrap it around in the pita thing, it's like adding a layer of just. It just makes it harder to get this to get to the the inside of it. It's like everything that shouldn't be in a sandwich form is in a sandwich form. <laughs> so yeah, that's my unpopular food opinion. Maybe you you'd think? like 
Well, I think you're wrong. Uh, but maybe you'd like an open-faced uh, deconstructed donair, it sounds like. You don't want it all wrapped up. You just like them individually in little compartments like a uh, bento box. Maybe. I was put it out there. Now I'm curious. Ari, if you're out partying, you're in university, or you're out late and you need a snack, you don't have to be partying, but if you're out late and you want a snack, what are you doing? Some people do McDonald's, maybe a donair. If I had, if Taco Bell, if they weren't disappearing at a rapid rate, I would probably eat tacos. Tacos are one of my favorite food on earth. I would eat them anytime. And I know Taco Bell has gross tacos, and that's exactly why I go there. You know, that is exactly why I go there. Uh, next voicemail from Ari. This one's a quick one. Okay, since the Oilers season is over, I've been trying to binge TV shows. This goes back to last week's question of the week. What are you spending time on now that the Oilers are out? Ari, back to you. And stuff. Uh, my girlfriend got me addicted to like Love Island and stuff. So like, oh, now we're talking. See, Love Island has been one that people have uh, been sent so many times as an option. Like, bang milk. You love dating shows. Watch Love Island. Watch Love Island. Watch Love Island. Convince me, Ari. It's not going to take a lot. Twist my rubber arm. What other shows do you recommend that like are similar to like Love Island? Don't save Milf Manor. That is god-awful agreed milf manor man the premise was so good i fucking had high hopes for milf manor and i just got super disappointed i watched it i grinded it out but i wasn't happy about it um so what are my favorite dating shows what are my favorite dating? i'm gonna pull up a list i'm gonna miss some uh love is blind best reality dating shows so let me see what some of them are uh the ultimatum can be funny uh, basically what the ultimatum is, is one partner wants to get married. The other one isn't so sure. So they go on a dating show where the one who isn't so sure can date a bunch of people to see if they want to go back to the original partner or if they want to go out, something like that. It's great. Uh, love is blind. Fantastic. Love is blind. Everybody enjoys love is blind. Fuck boy Island. That one is on crave. It's an HBO show might be anyway. That one's great. Um, are you the one that one's an MTV show? Essentially you are 20 people in a house. You are perfectly matched with someone else in the house, according to dating profiles or something like that. You don't know which one It is up to you to find them and everybody has to find their perfect match or they don't win. Um, what else? Too hot to handle. Love that one. Love, love too hot to handle. That one's great it's for the horn dogs. What else we got married at first sight. What is that? I've never heard about this. This sounds great. Married at first sight. What a fucking stupid idea that is. I love it. Singles Inferno. I don't know what that is either. Man, I just Googled best dating shows and there's a lot of them that I just have not seen that I have just not seen. Oh, you know, what's a really sweet one. Like a really like lovely, legitimately sweet and cute dating show is Love on the Spectrum. I I didn't think I would like it. I actually thought it was going to be mean somehow i thought it was gonna be exploitative but then i watched it i was just like fuck this show's adorable they're the cutest i just wanted all of them to find partners all of them so that would be a couple on my list that i would recommend to you ari if you're looking for new dating shows ben you're up uh well my most unpopular food opinion um, this one's going to be great. 13-year-olds eat like shit. I cannot wait to hear what Ben says. Here's my, here's my, here's my guess. He only like, he's going to be like little Yachty or something where he only likes eating pizza or he only eats one food group or like there's an entire food group that he just ignores. There's going to be something funny here because 13-year-olds always have funny shit going on. Well, I should say he did or like disliked is... Um... Sorry, bag milk, if this hurts you. Pizza's overrated, man. I knew it! I knew it! I knew it. I knew that he was going to say something weird. I knew you were, Ben. There's no way that you weren't. You've been calling into this podcast long enough for me to know you a little bit. I knew you were going to have a blanket statement like that. Pizza's super overrated. Don't like it that much. Um, I knew it. But yeah, uh, I hope this gets in in time. Um, If it does, I'll also be leaving a couple other voicemails. Um, but yeah, so my unpopular food opinion, uh, pizza is overrated. Ben, yep. Okay, see ya. Have a great day.
Bad Milk, I thought you were raising that kid. I thought you were taking him under your wing and doing what you could to make him an upstanding member of our society. And then what's he do? He comes into your voicemail and drops a take like that. He says, pizza's overrated. I'm a small child. I don't like pizza. All I eat is fruity pebbles. And now I'm mad. Satan's mad. Satan's gonna find Ben and teach him a lesson. Satan's gonna make him eat pizza until he vomits. Tell he finds what he likes. Come on, Ben, figure it out. Another one for Ben. This one's a little bit longer. <laughs> what do you got to say here, Ben? Hello, the milk, the bag. No, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Stop bag milk. What's up, man? Uh, so, Toronto Maple Police did one of the stupidest things of all time. <laughs> They're not going to be, be using Chevrolet as their GM? Oh, I agree. Like, yeah. are they idiotic? There's plenty of reasons. Again, I mentioned it earlier in the podcast. I wrote five reasons the Leafs should sign Peter Shirelli. One, grows a great mustache. Kyle Dubas couldn't grow a mustache. Brad for living. Can he grow a mustache? I don't know if I've ever seen him with one. Again, Peter Shirelli can do it. Two, not afraid to make bold, big, bold moves. He will trade your star players without doing any due diligence, and that's the kind of sack you need. Big, huge nuts. Ben, you? I don't understand them. Like, what a disappointment. Like, instead of signing Peter Chiarelli, one of the greatest GMs in the whole league. Mm-hmm. Winner, too. They signed Brad Trevithin. Who even is Brad? Flames GM? So, sorry, who beat the Flames? Yeah, yeah, that's that, 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 that's what I thought. Are you walking outside, Ben? I hear birds. Where are you? Are you in a park? Are you enjoying the sunshine? What's going on? A little vitamin D? But yeah, just just the fact they didn't sign to no, I'm kidding, of course. But um, you bamboozled me, Jim. You bamboozled me, Ben. Come on, man. You know I'm easily tricked. Damn it! I wish you really went, man. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I mean, dang it. Um, but yeah, it's it's just dumb. Like <laughs> the whole Brandon Shanahan saga with Kyle Dubas. I mean, I'll be honest. They might have only gotten past the first round once, but I think Dubis was an okay GM. Now, I'm not saying that I want him in Edmonton. I'd rather stay out next year. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it for this voicemail. But I'll leave you another one. So uh, yeah, you're the best. See ya. No, you're the best, Ben. You are. I just voted. Everybody on this podcast voted. You're the best. Last voicemail of the week is from Nick. Nicholas, what do you have to say? So, Big Milk, um, uh, what's my unpopular food opinion? Um, yep. I don't know if you remember this, what my really unpopular food opinion is. My oh, yeah, I fucking do. You just, like, you, you fry up onions and eat them like a, like a complete psycho. Nothing else, no other food with it, not a cracker, not a piece of bread with some butter on it or some shit. Just fucking fry onions. Damn it, Nick. Uh, I actually forgot about that until just now. Favorite go-to snack is to caramelize some onions in like frying pan, a little bit of butter, and just eat them straight up. No, it's fantastic. No, I don't want to hear it. It is incredible. No, you can mix it in. It's whoops, wrong button. What the hell is that guy talking about? He wants to eat just caramelized onions with nothing else going on? What is going on with him? Did he grow up in some kind of post-war environment when all they had to eat was an onion? I don't understand this at all. Certainly this kid, we know he's going to school to be a neurologist or a neuroscientist or something to do with the brain. How about he use his brain, go to a grocery store and pick up a better snack? So good to eat just on its own. Um... Can I think of another one? I don't think pie is that good. I think pie is incredibly overrated. Which kind of pie, though? Again, I disagree. I love pie. I love a savory pie, like a shepherd's pie. I love an apple pie, a blueberry pie, a strawberry rhubarb pie, a cherry pie. Um, I I hate apple pie. What the fuck? I hate pumpkin pie. I, there's no reason I should hate apple pie. No, like there's apples. not. I like sugar. I like cinnamon. I like the pastry and pie. Just a lot of the very popular pie fillings I find are disgusting. I just can't get over cooked apples. Damn it. Pumpkin pie. Don't get me fucking started. That is the worst. Damn it, Nick. 
I'm fine if you don't like pumpkin pie. I personally like pumpkin pie, but I understand why you don't. But apple pie, what the fuck, man? Pie flavor out there. Um, like brownies, cookies, cake is so much better than pie. I do like pie. You see, I can have a conversation that says that. Brownies, cookies, better than pie, cake, definitely not. But I can have this conversation. But to say all this pie is no good? Come on. We can pie, great. But I think pie is a overrated dessert. Ah. Um, Damn it. Oh, God, I miss the Oilers. Ugh. And I miss my girlfriend. Why, GW? Oh, goodness. What does that mean? This voice kind of turned weird here. And yeah, it, it turned nice really weird. Milk. It turned really weird. You got to have to leave an update now. I want to know what the fuck happened. I am here to fix all your dating issues. If you got questions about your marriage, a girlfriend, or just how to find one, you just let me know here in the voicemail. Got it? course it's brought to you by alfa romeo of edmonton that wraps up the voicemail if you want to leave me a voicemail please do i love them it's my favorite part of the podcast go to the link in the bio i have a link tree in my social media feeds go check that out click on the voicemail leave me a voicemail it doesn't have to be about the question of the week you can just talk about anything you want i'll play it i listen to them the first time through in the meantime, go book a test drive at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. You too can be as sexy as me in a Stelvio. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of Bag Milk's podcast, Better Late Than Never, is prepped and ready for your ear holes. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that. But by the time you reach this point, you'll know that. You'll know that. And just to wrap things up, I want to end off by saying thank you to the audio department, SYC Brewing, Betway, and Trilogy Oilfield Rentals for making this all possible. Most importantly, you for playing along with me. I know this podcast weird. The fact that it's grown through 86 episodes is very fantastic to me. The only thing I get asked for, leave some more podcast reviews, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, just so I can get bumped up in the rankings a little bit. I get a thing called Chartable every week, and my rankings, while the downloads and streams have maintained consistency over the last little bit, my rankings on Apple Podcasts have gone down. So do me a favor, share the podcast, leave me voicemails, share the questions of the day, share some of the answers some of the psychos are leaving me on Twitter. And again, thank you very, very much for participating in the podcast. Can't wait to do next week unless... We have a reason for an emergency podcast episode. And if we do, I will be right back with a bonus episode of Better Late Than Ever. But until then, mwah, I kiss you. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.